friends. Welcome back to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And this week, we are going to be... I don't even want to do it. I'm an I'm angel. So I know. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous too. Joe was... Ex- he's like, oh, okay. Oh, so finally. it's going to be on your toxic behavior. <laughs> um, so we decided to... You know, we like taking quizzes. We like talking about ourselves and our great personalities. <laughs> We found some quizzes, and we're going to see what our toxic traits are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're angels, so we're probably not going to expose a lot, honestly. They're probably going to be like, whoa, this has never happened before, but you are 0% <laughs> toxic. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which is like Finger- a little angel. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> hope I pass. <laughs> uh, I was literally thinking the other day because I was thinking already about um titles for this episode and mm-hmm. we had one that was like Google am I in a toxic work environment and then I was thinking <laughs> like this one could be like wait am I the toxic one <laughs> yeah oh so I'm toxic oh so it's myself that I need to run away and escape I'm the red flag <laughs> <laughs> okay well, that's going to be fun later on. Yeah. Um, so from last week, we had kind of a few comments, a few feedbacks from a few of the different topics. I do want to apologize right off the bat about posting that Baba Duke image because <laughs> that was probably our I most, mean. yeah, and probably our most engaged in post of a lot of people saying like, why'd you do this to me? You're a monster. I can't believe I just saw that. So my deepest apologies. Okay. So do you remember those videos where they would say like, watch this commercial Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. fucking watching it. And then like the scary face pops out and someone screams like, yeah, I am just waiting for that to start happening on TikTok or Instagram (gasps) stories. Like, I think we might start a trend, Michelle, because literally you could scare so many people. Like anytime I watch a video, Uh I'm like, whoa, someone could just put a scary face in this and I would shit myself. Let's do it. Maybe we're gonna have maybe we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have some scary faces pop in and out of our stories. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I'm not talking about my own, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea because after I did that, I was like, ooh, should I probably have made like a like a story panel that's like the next uh story is gonna be a little frightening. You're but gonna now, show yourself. But now I'm like, no, just shock them with it. Shock yeah, the shock factor. Oh, I love it. Just like super nice things, things about astrology. This is our new oh episode. Babadoo. Bam. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> now they're not going to check our stories because they're going to be too afraid. Guys, it's fun. This is fun that we're having. <laughs> it's fun. I want you to be as scared as I am. It's fun. You'll like show. it. You'll like it. <laughs> it reminds me, um, maybe it's it follows. It's like the oh, thing yeah. where it's like you have to pass it on so that it's like not yeah. on you anymore. Um oh my gosh. So now y'all have the Baba Duke in your nightmares. You have to pass it on. Keep oh, passing that Baba Duke on. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Also, shout out to I'll have to look at the the person but I think that was a mask that somebody created really yeah it's like a movie special effects person oh wow if I'm not mistaken 
It was really good. It was really At good. At first, I, I didn't recognize that it was the Duke. I'm going to admit. Yeah. I Well, because so I kind of put it toward the top because the face is really the thing that scares me, but it does have like a top hat, which the top hat kind of takes me out of it. Yeah. If there was a man in a top hat in my bedroom, I'd be like, what are you fucking doing here? What's the top hat, bro? <laughs> What's the special occasion? Back. <laughs> uh, I guess that would be even more fucked up. It's like, now that I think about it, the top hat is more fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so then... <laughs> um, Where are we at? Da-da-da. Okay, so also in our last episode, we talked about the witching hour, and I had asked you to ask Joe how he feels about it, Um, but somebody else wrote in and says that, okay, so I just listened to the new episode, and it's 2.40 a.m., lol. I'm always awake for the witching hour. I sleep in the daytime, so it's not a weird thing for me. I actually feel more anxious in the daytime than any time at night. Mostly because that's when a majority of break-ins happen. You know, during the day when no one is supposed to be home, but I am sleeping and defenseless. I feel you on that one. Yeah. When I used to live in a house and I worked from home, I was always like peeking out the window, looking around in the Mm -hmm. backyard, making sure because I'm like, someone might think that I'm at work. And then what if they do break in and I'm here? Yeah. Yeah. And then also because you have all the people... all the people soliciting, like you guys know how <laughs> I fucking feel about that. Soliciting There's a sign. The daytime, <laughs> it says no soliciting. <laughs> yeah. It's, do you, are you able to sleep? Like say in the evening time, if you fall asleep or if you want to go to bed early, are you able to do that? If Jake is not home, like, do you anticipate not in a good or bad way, but just the anticipation of him walking through the door? Like, are you able to relax and go to sleep? No, no. Yeah, same here. So like, I don't know what that is exactly. It's yeah. like, in in a house, I would understand a little bit more. But since I'm in an apartment building, I'm like, okay, there's the chances I think are a little less that someone's yes. just gonna come break in. Yeah. Um, But it's like, if Joe, so he works third shift, he hasn't been doing it recently, because his work has kind of changed. But um, so he used to leave around like 10 at night and then he would come home around like four or four thirty in the morning mm-hmm. be at home for a little bit and then he would have to leave around 6 30 to go like clock out or whatever and yeah. it's like me anticipating knowing that he's gonna like come home like I just cannot sleep so I've been getting good a good night's rest since he hasn't been home because it's like all right I'm not gonna hear the door open I'm not gonna yeah. have to like if I hear the door open and I know he's not gonna be home I know that I need to like get my gun I don't have a gun <laughs> did you believe me I did <laughs> maybe I do maybe I do um for the creepers that are listening no but I don't know what it is and I tell yeah. him like if he goes out with his friends I'm like not that I'm like tell me what time you're gonna be home but it's like can you just give me a heads up because mm-hmm. I'm always anticipating I just don't like that feeling you know I don't yes. like the door unlocking Ugh, I don't know what it is I know exactly what you're talking about because it's almost like you don't know how your sleep body is going to react. So it's like you already know something's going to happen at four, but you don't know at what point in your dream cycle you're going to be. You don't know what you're going to be dreaming about. So it's like, yeah, you're scared about it. Yeah. yeah. But if Jake's not at home at night, 
I do not sleep. Every little sound wakes me up every 15 minutes, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think I'm about to fight for my life because I'm a yeah. psychopath. <laughs> if I like, if it, it does make a difference, if I'm in a house, I'll, I think I'll be up like every hour. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Joe will not lock the door if he goes downstairs to work out mm-hmm. and I'm still in the apartment. I'm like, lock the fucking door. Like, there could be a mass shooter that comes in the building and yeah, they just happen to go through our door. Like, mm-hmm. you never know. It's like, he's no. like, no, nothing's going to happen. I'm like, Everyone says that. More than likely, nothing will happen, but why even give it a chance? No. Nope. We're shutting all the possibilities down. (laughs) Exactly. I don't see the point of gambling. I've also read enough serial killer things or just murderer things where, um, you know, they interview them after the fact. And the amount of times that a killer or an intruder has said, like, I just tried doors. And the first one that was open was the one I went into, you know, it's like that slim of a thing. So why, why even risk it? Who wants to risk it? I don't understand. I lock Jake out all the time. Like we'll get home from grocery shopping (laughs) and it's always my involuntary action to just lock the door after I shut it. So he'll be getting like the second round of groceries and the door is now locked. And he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I, all right, I'm not, I don't think a murder is about to get me right now. It's just involuntary. Yeah. It's a habit. Mm-hmm. Jake doesn't help though. I don't know if I ever told you this, but like at night, if he's like the last one into the bedroom, I'll be like, did you lock the door? Even though I know that he has, and he'll just be like, no, I left it open for the man to come. Oh my God. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Why are you telling me that? I don't want the man here. No. Speaking of not expecting somebody to be like coming in or that whole anxiousness. Two nights ago, Jake went for like a night walk around the area. And like before he left, I was already in bed. I was about to go to sleep. So he came into the bedroom. He had like his snow pants on and like a big winter jacket he was very very swishy and Mm -hmm. so he came into the room and he's like all right I'm gonna go for a walk and I was like okay lock the door when you leave though because I'm gonna go to bed and he was like all right so of course like half an hour to an hour later I'm still up on my phone and I hear the door open and I'm like waiting to hear the swishiness and I don't and I hear somebody walking around in the kitchen and I'm like, like straining to hear the swishy. Like, I'm like, please, please like start swishing. I'm so fucking scared right now. So I literally type 911 into my phone and I wait and I hear somebody walking down the oh hallway wow. and open the bedroom door and it's stupid Jake. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you kidding me? He's like, what are you doing up still? I was like, I was just about to call the cops on you. He goes, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> and I was just like, because you left the house in the swishiest outfit ever. And then where is it? Like, why are you not in that clothes anymore? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I took it off out in the mudroom because it was wet. I was like, why is it wet? He's like, it's pouring out. And he was like, I locked the door. What? How would somebody come in? I was like, there's spare keys there's spare keys and I know that and that still scares lasers that cut glass (laughs) silently silently and he was like you're fucked I was like no you left the house in the the noisiest outfit ever of course when I hear the door open I'm expecting 
to comfort myself to hear the noisiest outfit yeah. ever coming back into the house yeah. when it's a, like why would I think you took off your fucking snow pants as well as your your jacket so I think I have a great idea for okay. you, Jake whenever he comes in the door at any time he just needs to do like a little code like a little beep beep boop boop yeah so yeah. you know it's him and then if you don't hear the beep beep boop boop you know to call 911 that's like, actually or a great idea ring like a bell or just yeah. be like just say something something so not on the bed clenching the sheets like where's the swish jake is that you why aren't you swishing i would have been like jake you better say something now or i'm calling the cops if yeah. that's you. well i didn't want to alert the intruder that i was on you to were him. there yeah he will do it if like he comes home and I'm in the shower, or I'm in the bathroom. He will call out and be like, oh, I hate that. Michelle, it's me. It's not a killer. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. You know, you these are fucked. <laughs> I mean, these my are life. my issues. These I understand I'm a little extra with this shit, but listen, I'm scared. All right. Yeah, it's scary. Okay, so that's their that's their reaction to the witching hour. <laughs> so I honestly, knowing that story, I do definitely think it just has to do with your sleeping mind and just being in a kind of like a little panic if you're awakened, you know, in the middle mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, sorry, Jake is now texting me, even you're though fine. he knows I'm recording right now. Come on, Jake. The other day. He was like, you guys need to stop talking about me after this last episode. And I was just like, what? We didn't even talk about you this episode. He goes, you talked about our date. And I was just like, but are you serious? Like, I won't talk about you if like you don't want me to. And he's like, no, I'm I'm just kidding. I was like, okay. It's like, tell me anytime. Like, you didn't sign up for this life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. Like, I sometimes... Like Joe will listen to the episodes, but he mm-hmm. won't always tell me unless <laughs> it comes up. Yeah. And so I think I was talking about something, uh, dating men wise or something. Yeah. Oh, I think I had said something about, oh, I was like, I don't like Jerry Seinfeld anymore. He's like, why? Mm-hmm. And I said, because he dated like a super young girl a long time mm-hmm. ago. It's so weird. And he's like, what's the difference, Sam? He's like, you and Michelle said that you would date a 48 year old and he was uh-huh. like so specific about what we said he yeah. was like so what's the difference and I'm like Joe I'm closer to 48 than I am 24 like it's not yes yeah yeah they're like in their 20s what does it matter and I'm just yeah. like fine whatever it was just funny because you could tell he was like sorry I'm not 48 Sam <laughs> and when I said nope I'll never date someone younger than me he's like oh because I've ruined that for you is he younger than you unfortunately yes I didn't know that I thought you guys were the same age (laughs) nope (laughs) nope okay Uh, well sorry Jerry you don't have a shot with Sam (laughs) not anymore I mean he does (laughs) that was a quick turnaround (laughs) okay and then we had another listener write in and say so before I changed my mind I wanted to share my growing up around gross men story. So when I was 16, I was volunteering at a hospital. There was a security guard that would hang around sometimes and chat, and he started sitting at the reception desk to flirt with me. One day, he actually proposed that we go across the street 
he had a place where we could have sex, but that he could only give me sex because he was a married man. As if I was looking for a relationship with this guy or something. There was an older girl that I worked with at the desk that knew about it, and I asked her what I should do because I was so confused, and I almost felt like I had to do it because he was pressuring me. When I left from that shift, I called to quit, and I never went back because I didn't feel safe or comfortable. I was 16 at the time and doing mandatory volunteer work that was required for me to graduate. Isn't that like shitty? Yeah. Years later, he came into the movie theater I worked at with his wife and kids. We were incredibly busy, but I left and hid in the back until he was gone. Luckily, my best friend was the lead at the time and I told her I can't face him. So she was okay with it. Now I wish I remembered his name and I wish I could find him because I'd love to report his ass. I blocked out a lot about that experience, but I vividly remember certain things. That was my first experience with an actual predator, and I'm lucky he was never able to actually put his disgusting hands on me. Sorry for the novel. It's hard to talk about because I kept quiet for so long, and some people I did tell minimized it by saying, well, nothing ever happened. Also, I realized I didn't finish my first thought, so the girl at the hospital was just like, yeah, do it if you want to, and basically protected him instead of saying, fuck no, I'm going to go get him fired right now. To this day, I still hope karma gets that bitch. Wow. Yeah. Good for you for leaving that. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what would have happened if you would have went, if you would have stayed there. Like, yeah, that is so fucked up. I know. I mean, it was like a volunteer thing to graduate. I would have definitely done the same and been like, I'm just not showing up ever again. Yeah, it is hard because it's like when you do tell someone, sometimes they can be uncomfortable, so they don't know what to say. But then other times yeah. they do downplay it. And then it makes you feel like you're the one that like, am mm-hmm. I making it up in my head? Am I thinking that this is inappropriate? Yeah. 16 years old, like, I don't care what anyone says. I feel like you might as well have a 12 year old brain. Like, oh, yeah, it is so young. Like, it's so close to 14. It's so close to 12. Like, it's mm-hmm. It's just, I can't even imagine. No, and especially some dude that's like, I'm married, so all I can some give you is Yeah. Yeah. Also come across the street to this park bench with me. It's like, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Have you ever worked at a job where a girl has had to hide in the back because like somebody came in that was either oh my gosh. harassing her and it's like a regular customer or it's like an ex that like won't leave her alone? So I worked at a tanning salon and at the time there were a few different locations around the town Mm -hmm. and this guy owned it. He was an older guy who was married and had like two daughters. This guy was so creepy. Like he reminds me of, um, what's the dad from Bigfoot? John, what's his name? Bigfoot. Oh, John. um... The Hendersons. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, John John Lithgow. 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 Okay. Yeah. He looked just like, and like, ugh. he looked just like John Lithgow and no offense. Was, <laughs> no offense. Yeah. I don't no offense know. to John Lithgow, but no, not. No, but yeah. no, he was not, na- he was like nasty only because this yeah. guy was like a pervert. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So like he, he, we worked for him for a while or whatever, but then he became like really creepy. At one of the locations, one of the front desk was like super close to the wall behind you. So it's literally like it would pretty much touch your stomach and the wall would touch the your back. Like it was like oh, wow. super thin. Yeah. And there would always be like 
me and my friend that worked together and anytime he came in, like we were so creeped out by him. We would like shove ourselves in the corner. Like we were abused cats, like just hiding from him. And he would just be like so inappropriate. And he would always talk about like what we were wearing, how we looked and his sweet wife would come in and she's literally like a freaking chocolate chip cookie that just got out of the oven. Like so sweet, so pure. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, where are you going with this? (laughs) Just like, so like warm and comforting. And she had no idea that her husband was so like fucking creepy, but he would just like, mess with our hair all the time and like pull our shirts and stuff like that yeah and so finally I was like this is weird like I'm leaving but yeah yeah and there were like random guys who came in to tan and they would just be like inappropriate and be like oh rub lotion on me and oh I'm gonna go lay naked you want to like see and just be weird and (laughs) they would undress yeah they would undress and then they would be like oh my bed's not working like can you come check on me and then they would hide behind the door and you'd say what like they would try to get you in there and it was just so weird Sam it was it was weird that's not weird. That's fucked up. No, it is fucked up. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, like there, like my best friend's dad was like pretty much a predator to me. And I like mm-hmm. went over there every weekend. So it was like normal to me. I was yeah. like being weird. Unfortunately, it wasn't like a thing where I was like, you're being inappropriate, Ted. I'm going to yeah. call your wife and have her come pick you up or I'm calling the cops or whatever. Yeah. That's such a good burn. Like, do I need to call your wife to come pick you up to like a married <laughs> man that's just harassing you? I. It's like you're all they're always scared of their wives. Oh, Fucking yeah. Creepos. They're scared of their house of cards crumbling. Yeah. So you just got to threaten them with that and hopefully they don't murder you over it. What about you? <laughs> Um, I definitely have worked at a few different places where girls have hid in the back. When I worked at a breakfast restaurant, there was like a few, they weren't regulars, but like guys that would be inappropriate. It was like a straight up family dynamic. And the older woman that was like in her 60s, 70s would be like, you go do something else and I'll take care of that table or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of that. But when I worked at the bakery, there was, you know, the whole front of house was girls between the ages of 16 and 18. And so there was definitely like a lot of shit happening up there where somebody's like, hey, I'm going to like go to the bathroom. Like, do you mind or whatever? Um, so, I mean, it ha- I think it happens a lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. But it should be a thing where you just call out the person. Like, mm-hmm. I think it it's more, it happens more where they get called out, especially yeah. with like social media and like videos and stuff like that. Yeah, but. I think it's more up to management. Usually the manager, the floor manager is usually an older person. And it's like, just put them in their place. Say like, oh, you know what? Let me take care of them. And then just be super passive aggressive to them the whole time. Make them know that it's not going to fucking aware. fly. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're fucking doing. You don't need to harass this fucking 16 year old girl. You're not cool. She's not going to suck your dick. Mm -hmm. Get your coffee and get the fuck out of here. Obviously, you can't just say that, but you can. Right. You can do things that make them know. No one thinks you're cute. No. Like we see that you're a creep. Yeah. Also, just say that. No one thinks you're cute. No one thinks you're cute. (laughs) That's going to be a no for all of us. That's going to be a no for all of us, dog. God, why do people have to be so fucking creepy? I feel like every fucking episode we've 
talked about a different aspect of how men can be creepy. I do have a quick story, but I don't know if it's in my head or not, or I don't know. Okay. So I'll breeze through it real quick. So the other day I had to go to the post office and Joe was like, do you want me to go inside with you? And I said, no, it's fine. I'll go by myself. So him and Raven waited out in the car and I'm in line. There was like a woman in front of me and then whoever behind me, I wasn't paying attention. So I'm wearing like my biggest winter coat that I have because it's super cold and it Uh goes down to like past my knees or whatever. And it's like very boxy and to feel anything outside touching you, it has to be pretty, um, like a lot of pressure behind it, Mm -hmm. like a lot of weight behind that, you know? So I'm standing in line and all of a sudden I feel as if someone takes their hand and like cups it kind of and like presses it right on my butt and I'm like what the heck was that and it wasn't even like a brushing someone touched my butt it wasn't like oh my god someone just bumped into me it was an accident yeah 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 immediately like my gut instinct was like someone just touched your butt yeah I like look I kind of like look to the side because I didn't want to be too drastic in case they were like super close to me because I kind of wanted to like see what the situation was Mm -hmm. and so I kind of look to the right and I'm looking out of the corner of my eye to see like who's behind me and how close they are because I'm like if they're super close then it probably was like maybe an accident yeah but it was a pretty like heavy bump yeah again body so then I look behind me I like turn around and there's some guy just standing there and he's just kind of like rocking back and forth or whatever like it makes me feel crazy because how I'm talking Mm -hmm. about but it was like as if he was like wasn't me I start to like scowl my eyebrows and I'm looking at him and I'm like he definitely touched my butt it would not be just a little graze through this coat like it was no touched and it's like right there on my butt like (laughs) <laughs> my right cheek, the middle of uh-huh. my right cheek. Like I can still feel it, you know? Um, so I'm just like looking at him as, and I'm like, I know you touched my butt. And I'm just looking mm-hmm. at him to where he knew that I yeah. knew. And so I'm like, how weird. I don't know. So then I walk out and I get in the car and I'm like, I think someone touched my butt. And Joe's like, what? And I was like, there was a guy behind me. And like, he touched my butt. Like, he was like, are you sure it wasn't like just a brushing? And I was like, Joe, no, like, look at this fucking coat. Like, yeah, yeah. like heavy duty. Like, no, it was a rant. And he was like, do you want me to go in there? And I'm like, no, I looked at him. Like I knew it was him. Yeah. Then it's just like, well, was it? But I'm like a hundred percent sure. No, it was. I was going to say, did he have like a large box in front of him that maybe it was that? No. And also his whole like act natural rocking back and forth. Go fuck yourself. That's not natural, sir. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, how easy would it be like him just to do that? Cause it is like, oh, maybe the person would be like, oh, someone just brushed up against me. And it's like, am I really going to say anything? in public if I'm not 100 100% sure mm-hmm. on the outside but I am on the inside and it's like yeah. well what would I say do I want to draw attention and I'm just like he probably does that to everyone oh he does that all the time it was just weird and it's like nor like I'm a very understanding person yeah I think and a very patient person on uh-huh. the outside in public I am <laughs> um, I'm just like I know you fucking touched my yeah. ass yeah and you were gonna see if I was gonna say anything mm-hmm. And then if somebody says something, he'll just be like, oh, I'm so sorry, like I tripped or, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't see you there. This world is weird. Also, most places I go into, a lot of people are still abiding by like the at least three feet of a distance in between people. Like people aren't as on top of you anymore, which thank God. 
Yeah. And like, he was far back from me. And that's why I think it's weird. Cause I'm like, if you were close to me, maybe, but you're like six feet behind me yeah. or three feet, whatever yeah. it may have been. Well, yeah, no, that man touched your ass. I'm, conv- I'm not even convinced. I know. I know, you know, I yeah. know my body felt it. Like uh-huh. my skeletal felt uh-huh. it. Exactly. My skeletal. <laughs> is that what it's called? Or is it a skeleton? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're not doctors. <laughs> but anyway, so thank you so much for sharing that story with us. And yes, thank you. I'm sorry that you went through that and that you're still sounds like sorting through that, you mm-hmm. know, and that you're talking about it. Just yeah. start talking about it. It's not anything to be ashamed of. And, you know, it makes it easier on you because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people listening that were like, oh yeah, that same exact thing happened to me. Yep. You didn't do anything for that to happen. It was not you at all. No. All right. Oh man. Um, also real quick. Sorry. I, I keep yeah. going off track. Have you heard of uh rent the runway? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was watching like, um, there's like a money channel that I watch and they talk yeah. about like investing and stuff and like how you can save money and blah, blah. And they were talking about rent the runway. And I was like, well, that sounds amazing. I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder if Michelle's heard of that. And I was like, I feel like she would have tried something like that. I, I haven't actually used it yet, but I did look into it a few years back when like, mm-hmm. you know, there was multiple weddings a summer. I feel like people never talk about it, but it's like, if you wear a dress to one wedding, it's like, you can't really wear it to another wedding unless it's like a different friend group or like, you know, like you don't want to just wear the same dress all the time. Yeah. Am I crazy? No. I mean, I think, I think we should be able to wear the same dress, but I do know where it's like, you know. Yeah. It's the same group of friends are going to see you three weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. So like you want to try and wear a different dress. So I remember instead of buying a $100 dress that I'm going to wear once, unless mm-hmm. I could find a different way to use it again, why not rent it? Yeah. Um, the only thing, it's just clothes are so weird in sizing yes. that it's yeah. not like the sizes are so different across the mm-hmm. board that I'm just like, oh, I yeah. say if I knew I was like a true to whatever size and everything, mm-hmm. I would do that so much, but I'm like, I'm not. No. And I think that's why I never actually did it. Cause it wasn't like they ship it to you. You can try it. You can ship it back. I think you kind of had to know more or less what your size was, mm-hmm. or maybe I just wasn't doing it in a timely fashion where it's like, I wouldn't have been able to resend it back or something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I'm like, it makes so much sense. Cause it's like, you can just pay the rent fee or whatever mm-hmm. it is instead of buy all these new clothes every season. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually, let's say like half the price to three quarters. And yes, you don't have it anymore. But at the same time, it's like, I have about nine dresses right now in my closet that I'm probably never going to wear again. And that I wore once. So yeah, you know, I think it's worth it, especially if you're younger and you're going to a lot of like different events like that. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Where did we take the car off the road at? I don't even know. We can just get right into toxics. Don't you know that you're toxic? Who, me? (laughs) No, you're not talking about me. (laughs) I feel like it's one of those, um, you know, like uh, jock, what is it called? Like jock radio? Jock jams? No, no, no. Like disc jockeys? Yeah. What is it like, you know, Howard Stern or like those radio shows that implant the little sound bites? Yeah. Is it called jock radio? 
I mean, I don't know the actual term, but where they do like the sound bites, sound bites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we whatever. Want, we want a sound bite. So if you're a sound engineer, we're hiring for Let's Not. <laughs> I don't want sound bites. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just, just I thought you singing that was our podunk sound, sound bite. Like, oh, we'll just have Sam sing top 100 songs <laughs> instead of actually using it. <laughs> okay, but I need to go back a few steps because did you uh-huh. not? Are you not aware of Jock Jams? Jock jams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the nineties, oh, okay. like hype okay, up. Well, you music. just you breezed over that, like you were <laughs> jock jams. I was like, okay, no, that's cool. great. That's great workout music. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Remember, like the CDs were always so fun. Yeah, yeah. I used to make up dances to jock jams with my friends on the weekends. Um, I did def- you guys ever make up dances yes. growing up? Yeah. Why don't we do that anymore? Like, I, guess, <laughs> I guess you got tiktok but it's like why can't we plan like a girl's night and be like let's make up some dances like because <laughs> we're we're gonna break a hip you psycho <laughs> no come on no i used to do that shit all the time usually to like destiny's child's mm-hmm. spice girls yep. Brittany, the yep. classics all the classics but we used to have a great number to Bills, Bills, Bills oh. by Destiny's Child. And like I told you, TLC's Waterfalls was yeah. what it was. Do you remember any of the dance moves? I remember a chair was involved. Like that. you AC Slater it and then flip it around. Yep. There was a jumping up on the chair. A lot of grinding for a nine-year-old. I got to tell you that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, maybe not nine. Let me say I was like 12. I'm going to say yeah. 12. How fun. <laughs> <laughs> How fun. I remember like besides the dancing stuff, we would always play gymnastics. Like my friend mm. had a blue tarp that would just cover like her dad's tools and shit. And we would always like, <laughs> Michelle's cracking up. She's literally about to spit her drink out. I told you I had a great imagination when I was a kid. So so I would pull off the tarp and I'd be like, okay, we're playing gymnastics. And so we would act like we were gymnasts showing off our floor routine on the tarp. So we would Uh just be doing like cartwheels and like our hands would be up and we would act like we're on the balance beam, but there's like nothing underneath us. It was fun. (laughs) Oh, that's so much fun. Why don't we do that anymore? I know. We don't have an imagination anymore. Like, why isn't why can't we you play with our imagination like we did when we we're kids? I mean, I guess we can. I think adults would be happier. Yeah, yeah. Like, why can't I be like Michelle and bringing my dolls over and we're gonna play? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle looked so horrified. Don't do that. I mean, I'm not going to, but why can't we? I'll do fake gymnastics with you on like curbs and stuff, but I'm not going to play with dolls. Why not? We could act like they're like CEOs of like a girl boss MLM or something. <laughs> we could, it would be like the housewives. We could make the dolls be the housewives. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is a different show though. All right. Well, let me know if there's any of you guys that wish that adults embraced their imaginations as much as we used to when we were kids yeah just saying that's how you stay young 
All right. So back to adult boring stuff. Are we toxic or not? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we have two different toxic trait quizzes Mm because there's one that's a little bit more fun and it's super short. Um, And then we have a longer, more involved one. And you know what? It, It might be nice to back it up and see if both tests think we're the same toxic trait. Okay. Um, but this first one is like fun and it's, I think it's seven questions. We love a fun quiz. All right. So this quiz is called, what's your most toxic trait? This one is, uh, at purewow.com. If any of you guys want to quiz yourself on your toxic traits. All right. First question is you just had the worst day ever. What happened? Your BFF brought a new friend to game night without asking you first. There are no bad days. Every day is an opportunity to grow. You just couldn't get anything done. Between work and family, there are too many things to juggle. Ugh, where do you begin? It all started when the barista got your order wrong again. I don't know. Every day is an opportunity to grow. (laughs) That's good. At the Um, end of the day, it is, you know? I'm going with, you just couldn't get anything done between work and family. There are too many things to juggle, even though I don't have a family. Yes, you do. You have Jake, yourself, and the cats. All right. That is a family. That is a family that I'm taking care of. Um, so that's mine. Okay. If you were a TV character, you would be, all right. The options are Olivia Pope, Scandal, Hannah Horvath, Girls, Kimmy Schmidt, from Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Eve Palastri, that is Sandra O's character in Killing Eve. Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Or Kelly Prenny. And she, oh, uh, Kelly Prenny. Uh, she was a character on Insecure. Do you know all of these people or no? I know of them, but I don't know like anything about the characters. <gasps> oh, Only none Kim- of them? None of them, only Kimmy a little bit. That's all. Oh, shoot. So I feel like, I don't know. I couldn't, I don't know how to answer. I feel like you could be a Kimmy or a Kelly. A Kimmy or a Kelly. I would say you have some aspects of Hannah from Girls just because she tends to spiral out, but you don't have too many, so... Okay, well, I'm trusting you. Should I do Kimmy or Kelly? Kimmy just seems like a not real enough person to me always. Yeah. She's so like optimistic. Kelly, I think you'd be a Kelly. Okay. Yeah. We're going with Kelly. Because she's sassy and she kind of tells it how it is and she kind of like calls people out on their shit. Okay. But she's funny. All right. All right. You're doing Kelly. Um, What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm between Olivia Pope or Eve Palastri. Oh, what's so tell us. Can you tell us anything about Eve? And I feel like what Olivia Pope is like straight to business. Yeah, I like Olivia because like she's all about business and she's (laughs) I love how I'm talking about myself and she's super (laughs) smart and beautiful. No, No, I like how like work oriented she is. And I like, I think I'm going to go with Eve because her character is very like, she's a detective, but she's like a little quirky, but she's like very dogged. Okay. I'm going to go with Eve. What's that show that she's on? Killing Eve. 
I think it's a Hulu show. Oh, shit. I love um, Sandra O. Oh. oh, it's a great show. I'm going to have to start it. She's like an FBI, I want to say FBI detective, and there's like an international killer con man bond character that is a woman and it's like turns it on its head they kind of have like a little thing it's a good show i love that okay you go ahead all right so next question is a guest wears a white dress to your wedding what do you do here are the options roll your eyes tell her how amazing she looks and take a photo with her start hatching a plan to get her another dress asap (laughs) or poke fun of it (laughs) In your toast to the other guest. <laughs> Damn. I mean, that last one's actually funny, but. I mean, it depends. Who says I'm wearing white at my wedding? So. That's what I'm going to say. Because like this actually happened to me because I wore a blush wedding dress. Yeah. And my brother's wife came in the same exact color, but it was just like a short dress. And she was so embarrassed no not embarrassed but she was like so apologetic and I was just like don't even worry about it obviously everyone assumes I'm wearing white and I told her she looked amazing and then we took family photos so I'm gonna have to go no one's gonna accidentally think that the other person's the bride and you're not gonna get all the attention (laughs) yeah I feel like I would do the same thing yeah you look amazing and let's take let's get our photo together get some photos together Okay. The number one reason you text your friends is to complain about everything, duh. Check in and be supportive no matter what. Gossip. Make sure they know you're still alive since you're so busy. So this is tough because I feel like there's a friend for each of these. I know, like all of the above. Yeah. So how do we choose? I'm gonna, because I'm horrible with texting, I'm gonna go with the make sure that you're still alive. Yeah. Um, because I put everyone else before me, I'm going with the check-in and be supportive no matter what. Yeah, you do do that. Next question is, which movie are you watching tonight? Is it going to be Hustlers? Swallow? Never heard that. A Star is Born? They Hate You Give? Crazy Rich Asians or Lady Bird? Hustlers is a great movie. I will say that. I haven't watched it. Should I watch it? Oh, really? Yeah, I think you'll like it. I was literally going to also tell you earlier that I watched that rom-com Marry Me with J-Lo and Owen Wilson last night. You did? Yeah, I did while I was in the tub. Um, Okay, that's nice. Yeah, it was like a nice little... it 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 wasn't bad. I was actually thinking about having that be a tub movie just to like mm-hmm. turn off your brain. It's a great tub movie. Yeah. Um, but then I started looking into JLo's IMDb because I was like, I feel like I've seen every single movie she's ever been in. And Hustlers was one. I was just like, is that like a newer one? I don't remember it. Yeah, it came out um, maybe like two or three years ago. I actually went to the movies myself to see that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was nice. Yep. Okay. Continue. Oh, wait, you already read them all. Okay. Oh yeah, I did it. I do like a good, like stars born story though. I think I'm going to go with that one just cause yeah. I could watch that again. And yep. it's a great movie. The only other mo- love Lady Gaga. Yeah, exactly. And the only other movie I've seen on this list is Lady Bird and that's to coming of age. Like I hate my mom. I'm going to go with the stars born. I love that. You're like, I've definitely seen Lady Bird. All right. Words you live by. 
options are when someone shows you who they are believe them the first time by Maya Angelou this too shall pass YOLO and FOMO or it took me quite a long time to develop a voice and now that I have it I'm not going to be silent and that's by Madeline Albright oof it's tough I'm going with this too shall pass I think I'm gonna go with that too okay last question love this one pick a Regina George so we have Regina George when she cuts out the boob area of the tank top to make it a new fashion trend we have Regina George I'm pretty sure this is her when she's trying on her dress after she's been eating those bars yep and she's gained weight and she looks like very (laughs) distraught Uh, we have Regina George in the iconic moment where she's like so you agree with me you think you're really pretty (laughs) and then we have Regina George on stage in the Santa Claus outfit for the student talent show yep yeah okay so (laughs) there you go (laughs) oh my god this is like one of my favorite movies it's so good it's so good um I'm between the tank top cutouts or the Christmas Mm. what's her what's her attitude in that one is that like her being like well I don't give a fuck the tank top yeah yeah so that's when Lindsay Lohan's character well what's her name Lizzie cuts out the things to try to embarrass her and then she puts it on and she looks and she's like hmm, this could work so then she like prances around school and then all the other girls start mm-hmm. doing it I'm gonna go with that one yeah I am too I like that one it's just kind of like wh- how, what can I make of this situation yeah ew gross what did you get the same one I wonder you go ahead what was your I got the trait? one that I always worry about that I'm I always about all right your toxic trait is toxic positivity. Oh, I got a different one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. You hang up the phone before your mom can ask the hard-hitting dating questions. You change the subject when your girlfriend talks about her grief over a friend's diagnosis. And you indulge in verbiage like everything happens for a reason. What you're really doing is ignoring complicated, difficult, and or important situations by masking it in a phony web of positivity. Practicing optimism is a great skill, but not everything is good news. Psychotherapist Dr. Daryl Appleton warns that when you avoid all this hard stuff, not only are you engaging in passive behavior, but you are also not practicing the necessary skills to communicate your wants and needs. How do you overcome this? Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm, I feel like that's probably the best toxic trait to have. I think it is too. (laughs) And also it's not phony with you. It's not like, uh, oh, I'm just going to write all these like positive reinforcement statements to like, so that people can see it. It's like you truly like do it for yourself. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's not bad. It's not bad. You're not a sexual harasser. So that's good. (laughs) Imagine if they were like, you're a sexual harasser. Oh my God. I'd be like, close window, tap out. All right. What did you get? So your toxic toxic trait is overextending yourself. Your to-do. Ain't that the truth, Michelle? (laughs) Stop. 
Your to-do list is never ending. Your weekly yoga class feels like a chore. You feel, you feel constant guilt for not living up to expectations. Sound familiar? You have overextended yourself. And while being a professional multitasker seems great on paper, it's abysmal for your mental health and relationships. Aspiring for a perfect work-life balance is a toxic fool's errand. Psychotherapist Dr. Daryl Appleton tells us that seems like such a <laughs> fake therapist. <laughs> This man is not real. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Um, the wild goose chase leaves us feeling less fulfilled and even more burnout, she says. Make boundaries between work and home. Set strict deadlines so you complete projects that belong in one space and don't carry them into the other. That's pretty spot on. That is spot on, Michelle. I know. Stop. I'm toxic. <laughs> I mean, it's, not, it's only, I mean. No, it's fine. It's not toxic. Maybe just toxic to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what these are. It's more like things you should be aware of. So then you know that it's true and you can start helping yourself. Because literally yesterday I started about six different things. And guess how many I finished? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Because I just like, it's almost like uh, I know I don't have ADD. I don't know. I've never been tested for it but at the same time it's like I'll start something and then it'll make me think of something else and then I'm like oh open up a tab and get that started and then it's like you know it's that yeah I would definitely say yours is spot on Michelle is everything for everyone what does that mean like no like if you like say you're a therapist for me Mm -mm. you're like you you have a lot going on like you're a lot for other people Okay. Okay. I mean, it's not necessarily. A yeah. Bad yeah. Thing. No, no, no. I like, know what you mean though. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. See, and then like in my fucking toxicity, I'm just like, yeah, but if I organize it well, like I can be all those things. You can be all those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if also- I just work harder. I can do all of oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got to sit with that for a minute. That, you know what? That was a stupid, fun little seven question quiz. And I feel like it got us spot on. I think it, I think it did. What do you know, purewow.com? <laughs> and classic Sam, she's going to fight against it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know me. You don't know me. You gave me only one character of a TV show that I kind of know. <laughs> that you like, don't even know. I, I assigned it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it, the option I knew was just Kimmy, but I'm like, that's a little too oh, much. And that would have given you the same result anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well then. Do we want to take the other quiz as well? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. This one is scary. You guys might yeah. find find out that I'm a fucking psychopath on this one. <laughs> they already <Ooh>. know. Um, <laughs> so the other one was like finding out your toxic trait. And this one is called the toxic person test. So it says find out why you're a difficult person in this free quiz. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so it says what type of a toxic person are you? We're all a little difficult sometimes, but self-awareness is the first step. Take this quick quiz to find out how your personality traits might get canceled. Canceled? That's awful. (laughs) Okay. First one is, it is simply a fact that I am smarter than the average person. (laughs) I'm going to say neutral. And the rating system on these, it's five options. It's inaccurate, uh, in the middle of inaccurate and neutral, neutral, 
in the middle of neutral and accurate and then accurate. And I am gonna go one step above neutral toward accurate. Is that the worst and the worst? No. Here's how it, here's how it starts. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, people who want to get close to me need to understand that I have strong emotions and that I must be true to myself. I'm going to go one above neutral. I'm going to go one below neutral toward inaccurate. I do not like to be treated like one of the crowd. I don't even know what that means. What's the scenario here? I think maybe that you want preferential treatment. What? That's going to be inaccurate. Mm. I'm reading that more as like, yeah, you want preferential treatment like you're entitled. Yeah, it's going to be a no for me. Just I just yeah, need you same. to not even pay attention yeah. to me. Don't even look over this way. Yeah. Most people spend too much time and energy trying to achieve goals that don't really matter. Well, that's fucking depressing. <laughs> it's going to um, be inaccurate for me. I'm going one above neutral toward accurate. Michelle! I'm like literally thinking not so much for myself because it's like most people and it's like some people like all the shit they're constantly trying to accomplish. It's like, it's not even like necessary is how I'm reading it. Okay. Yeah. This is tough because you could read these so many different ways. Yeah. So I guess like whatever your first impression is. Okay. Everyone lies. I'm just better at it than most. (laughs) That's inaccurate. Yeah. Inaccurate. The best way to avoid being disappointed is to expect the worst. Uh, That's going to be inaccurate for Mm. me. All the way? Fine. I'll do above neutral. I'm going to go with a neutral on it. I often have to push people to do things in a way that meets my high standards. I'm going to go in the middle of neutral and accurate. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, everyone involved. I am most often frustrated with other people when they... Don't make the effort to give me the special treatment I deserve. Don't pay attention when I am sharing my knowledge. Don't follow the correct procedures for things. Aren't there to support me when I am upset about something. I'm going to do correct procedures for things. I'm doing the same. It's like, why can't you just follow the rules and do what needs to be done? Yeah, yeah. Why do I have to explain this to you again? Yeah. I am most likely to speak up about something when I know a better way of doing things than what is being discussed, see a downside or a problem nobody else recognizes, want to influence the conversation to give myself an advantage, have an emotional reaction to the conversation. I'm going to do downside or problem nobody recognizes. I am doing the same. Uh Uh-oh, we're going to get the same toxic. (laughs) This is why we (laughs) hang out with each other. Alrighty. I prefer to be around people who give me the recognition and attention I deserve, are eager to learn from my knowledge and wisdom, are easily led where I want them to go, or don't hassle me with demands or expectations. That's the one I'm going with. Yeah. How exhausting for the other ones, right? I know, but I think I'm, uh, it's like, it's not, which one are you, which one are you teetering between? I'm, I'm teetering between that last one and are eager to learn from my knowledge or wisdom. Yeah, I can see. I mean, that's, that's not a bad thing though. Yeah. 
I'm going to go with that one. I don't like the wording of it. It's like, I don't need you to be like fawning over like what I'm saying, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I am most likely to try and be helpful by pointing out the flaws and pitfalls in other people's plans, showing people the correct way to do things, letting people know it's okay to lighten up and not take things so seriously, taking charge and being a knowledgeable leader. I think I'm going to go with letting people know it's okay to lighten up. Yeah. Yeah. That's I feel like I say that all the time. Yeah, you do. Nothing matters. I'm going to say correct way. I was going to say that for you too. Yeah. You have to do it like this. Okay. You can't change it. No, you do it in a way that's like, Hey, like, I think this is the way that you were supposed to do it. (laughs) I think this is the way, I mean, they say, but Scott, if, I do it. If we're just kind of reading these instructions here, uh, you're kind of doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's most important to me to get what I am owed in life. Oh my God. Be true to myself and show others who I really am. Follow the rules and do things properly or enjoy life as it comes. Enjoy life as it comes. I'm debating between enjoys life or follows the rules. <laughs> life would be so much easier if everyone just followed the rules, people. It's so true. I'm going to do enjoy life. It's like got to be here for something, right? It's Im- I well feel enjoy like, it. Yeah. I feel like that tops what's most important to you, right? Yeah. Okay, when a difficult problem arises, I usually am not surprised. Whatever can go wrong usually will. Figure out a way to work the situation so that I come out on top. (laughs) But (laughs) let other people handle it. Get very upset and need a lot of self-care to get back on track. I hate that that second answer has like the back end of it. Figure out a way to work the situation so that I come out on top. It's like yeah. I would just figure out a way to do the situation, like just to get it taken care of. <laughs> yeah. and then but I feel like that sounds so arrogant. I'm gonna go with "I'm not surprised." Whatever can go wrong usually will. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? All right. I guess I'll do get very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If I had one bit of advice for other people, it would be. Raise your expectations. The world owes you more. Oh, God. Trust nobody. Everyone is looking out for number one. (laughs) Realistic. Life is full of failure and tragedy. Or don't try to reinvent the wheel. Rules are there for a reason. I'm going to say trust nobody. That sounds very much like you. (laughs) No one cares. They only care about themselves. (laughs) I'm going to go with be realistic. Life is full of failure and tragedy. Imagine if you were taking that this quiz and you answered all the answers like raise your expectations. The world owes you more. The world owes me more. Imagine. Imagine yeah, they probably oh they God. probably red flag like the FBI. They're like, you need to watch this person. <laughs> <laughs> also, imagine if we were taking this quiz and I found out that you were that person. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Most people would benefit by hearing my thoughts and opinions. And we're back to the scale of inaccurate to accurate, neutral being in the middle. I'm going to go neutral. I'll go neutral, I guess. 
I'm going to go neutral. I feel like we have to go neutral or above because like we're doing this podcast where we just talk about our thoughts and opinions. <laughs> but we're not assuming they would benefit. I know. Just, I know. Like, that's hey, true. There, If you want it. It's all the wording of these questions. <laughs> that's how they get you. My life has been difficult and emotionally challenging. Mm. Oh, hell. Right? I'm between accurate and then below accurate. It's like, yeah. isn't that just life though? I'm going to do but you've below had more. accurate. Yeah. Yeah, but still. I'm going to go one below neutral. I have earned the right to be treated with more care and consideration than the average person. Stop. Inaccurate. (laughs) I can't. Like, who says accurate to that? I have earned the right. That's a hell yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, you go. Other people are often more motivated than I am, so I am happy to let them do more of the work. <laughs> no, inaccurate. Yeah. Most people are selfish, so it's better to look out for yourself than try and cooperate. I'm going to go in the middle of inaccurate and neutral. I guess I'll just do neutral. People call me a pes- pessimist, but I'm just a realist. I'm going to go neutral. I'm going to go above neutral. It takes a lot of work to make sure things are done correctly, but it's worth it. Accurate. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if this is it. Let's do it. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, gross. Uh Uh-oh. What'd you get? What is this thing? No, anyways. Your toxic trait. The control freak. Oh, I'm a control freak. I think I just have high standards, but I've probably made at least one person cry in the past week. Self-awareness is the first step. This is awful. (laughs) So it says, while it may be hard to imagine that you've ever done anything less than exceptional in your life, you're actually pretty toxic. Your rigid perfectionism causes others to walk on eggshells. Joe, are you listening to this episode right now? (laughs) And you've (laughs) probably... And you probably made one person cry in the past week. Confident that you figured out the secret to life. Yeah, right. And eager to show others how to live up to your high standards. It rarely occurs to you that others, I can't read this mumbo jumbo. (laughs) (laughs) This is bullshit. It rarely occurs to you that others have different strengths and ideas that are just as or even more valuable than your own and while you're just trying to be helpful when you correct your colleagues grammar on the company slack you just sound like a pretentious jerk bossy judge this isn't me bossy judgmental controlling control freaks tend to have over-the-top levels of conscientience on the big five personality model Control freaks live in fear that other people will drop the ball on their carefully orchestrated plans and work over time to try to ensure that everything turns out the way they want it to. It's not all bad. Self-awareness is the first step to shedding toxic behaviors. You tend to overly focus on the world around you, so growth happens when you take the time to go inward. Take breaks, exercise, practice mindfulness, and self-care. Bitch, I do. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that doesn't sound like you at all, to be honest. I mean, I can be a control freak about certain things, but yeah, but it's not all the time, and it's yeah. very, very limited. I feel like to Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Maybe next week we'll have our partners on and then they can tell us. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Okay. So uh, my toxic trait is the Debbie Downer. It's official. I'm a Debbie Downer. I feel compelled to remind you of the many reasons why life is actually completely miserable. You're Mm. the Debbie Downer. It's not the greatest result, but you probably didn't expect anything better, did you? (laughs) Why is it insulting you? I know. Did you? (laughs) Seems like you're trying to put me down. Um, While you may have the purest of intentions, you're as toxic as the great Pacific garbage patch. And with which you constantly remind people they're contributing to every time they forget to recycle or use a plastic straw. When you see someone happy, you feel compelled to remind them of the many reasons why life is actually completely miserable. Basically, oh you're a total buzzkill. Oh my gosh. That doesn't sound like you either. I don't think it's, it's not really. No. Uh, maybe I am and maybe I'm being delusional, but I don't feel like I come off as a Debbie Downer and I don't think I tell people like, no. oh, that's what you're eating. That's really unhealthy. No, not at all. <laughs> it's salad. It's salad. <laughs> How strange. How did that other quiz, I feel like, hit the nail on the head a little bit more? Yeah, I agree. Because it's fun. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we're just toxic. We have our toxic glasses on so we can't yeah. see. Yeah. Maybe you're a control freak and I'm a Debbie Downer and we're miserable people. How sad. I'm going to need you to report this to Jake and then report back mm-hmm. to us and let us know. Yeah. I'm going to ask Jake, do you think I'm a Debbie Downer or do you think I overextend myself? Mm -hmm. And you say the same to Joe. Yeah. And then we decide whether or not we're going to be single or still in relationships by next week. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I am a a control freak, Mm -hmm. but I don't really think think about it. I, Maybe it's I'm only a control freak if it involves me, if I'm like in this situation, but if it's someone with their own life, like go for it. If it's my friend's life, go for it. It's like, if it involves me more than 75%, then I'm going to try to control the situation as much as I can. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is what the world owes me. No. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it is truly like deep down kind of our toxic personalities. Cause it's like, yes, you wouldn't be a control freak to other people, but you are to yourself. Yeah. And same where it's like, I'm not going to rain on anybody's parade, but at the end of the day, I do have this nihilistic feeling about everything. And I think the world's going to end and nothing fucking matters. And there's trash heaps everywhere, Yeah. but I don't talk about that all day just right. on this podcast every now and then. <laughs> Every now and then, every week on Tuesday mornings. (laughs) Maybe I'm a Debbie Downer. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm just going to send you Rachel Dratch, Debbie Downer gifs from SNL. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. See, but I would never be that person in a social setting is I think why I'm fighting against it so hard. Well, and then I think it's like, well, who's really themselves in a social setting? Yeah. So it's like, maybe this is how we are behind closed Mm -hmm. doors. Well, hopefully you're a better version of yourself in social settings, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Okay. We got to the bottom. Maybe they're all right. We're toxic as fuck. Yeah. No, we're not. 
<sighs> we're not entitled. We're not entitled. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. I feel like all we have to do is our let's nots and then. Alrighty. It's all wrapped up. Let's not rely on these dumbass quizzes to tell me what I need to reflect on. No. <laughs> Fight it. All right. Let's not be a control freak. Mm. Uh, things are going to happen. We have to let go of some control, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no point in wasting energy on something that you can't control. Sam, Samantha, I'm talking to you. Sam. (laughs) Self-awareness is the first step. (laughs) That's what they say. (laughs) Um, let's not overextend ourselves. Ooh, I like it. You can only do so much, make a manageable list and just start, you know, like, like we said earlier, done is better than perfect. Just, yeah, just finish it up before you get onto that next thing. Yeah. Otherwise it's going to be the next thing. And then the next thing, Mm -hmm. and then your number one on the list gets bumped down to like number 23. Exactly. And then it's like everything on your list is open-ended. And it's somehow more work than if you more just work. Not knocked off that first thing, you know? Yeah. Michelle. Michelle. Do you write lists down? Like, how do you? Yes, but it's not that helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is hard to with like, what is the saying with today's age or time? What's that saying? Today's time and age or today's, today's day and age? Today's day and age. Today's, today's day and age. Day and age. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'll be working on something and then I just start looking on my phone. Cause I'm trying to look something up and then I see yeah. something else. And then I'm like, Oh, well, what's that? And it's just like, uh, it's hard to focus on things. It's so hard, especially it's like, unless I know there's like a deadline on somebody else's end. Mm-hmm. if the deadline's on my end, yikes like I (laughs) yikes I'll meet anybody else's deadline um but when it's my own it's like if you don't tell me that like this needs to be done by this then like I'll start it and then all of a sudden I start thinking about like oh I have to make those cakes next week let me go and see what kind of sprinkles I need for that I need to order those toppers because I need them to be delivered on time and then I decide like, oh, maybe I'll just run up to Michael's or Hobby Lobby and see if they have them cheaper in store and maybe some more options. So then I don't actually put that order in. And mm-hmm. then I start thinking about the kitchen remodel and like, where are those things? Are those on their way yet? And then it's just a full day has gone by and I'm making dinner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so maybe and I just have ADD. <laughs> and then time to jam on the phone. And then time to jam on like the war in Ukraine and like how everything's the fucking oh, worst. Gosh. And oh, Kanye's putting it out another video where he's killing Pete. Cool. That's great. <laughs> I have not watched that. Is the that what's have you seen? It is. Did yeah. he make it or he had his team make it? I don't know who made it, but it's like claymation. But he kidnaps Pete Davidson, buries him alive plants roses on him and then there's like a scene where he grabs scissors and he's like cutting the roses but then later on he's holding a decapitated Pete Davidson's head so Michelle yeah 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 you're lying I'm not it's very 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 fucked up 
What? So what has he said about this video? I don't think he said anything. He just put it out, I think, yesterday. Like what? Is it a music video? He put it on It's a music video. It's a music (gasps) video. And it for sure is supposed to be Pete Davidson? Yes, 100%. There's no mistaking it. There's also, it's the same song that has the line, God save me from the crash so that I could beat Pete Davidson. So that I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. Oh, that's a hard sentence to say. So I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. Wow. Um, Yeah. Remember that one video he did where all the celebrity lookalikes were in the bed? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Whoa, that's crazy. And I had just watched an interview with Kanye that he did not too long ago. And he was so, like, calm he was speaking about his emotions like so openly and like maybe it's just the media and maybe like the Kardashians are trying to like hide stuff and just like it's like him speaking up big dragon you know but Mm -hmm. then he does stuff like this and I'm like Kanye come on I could completely see how the Kardashians are able to like hide things or take things off the internet. They obviously have like a public machine, but at the same time, it's like both can be true where that can be happening. And also Kanye is spiraling out of control. You know, that's a great point, Michelle. Both can be true. Yeah. A lot of, I feel like we often forget that. Yeah. So I saw that video last night and I was like, this is fucked. And then I thought you might've seen it. So we might talk about it. I was in the comments of it and somebody was just like, everyone wants to come for Kanye, but Eminem made his whole career on threatening the life of his girlfriend and his mother. And I'm just, Mm. and it's like the same thing where it's like, both can be true. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, he did. And people didn't like it back then. And they definitely don't like it now. And also, okay, so we gave him a pass back in the day. So now we're just going to give everybody a pass going forward. Like, that's the whole thing. It's like, we learn, we evolve, we rethink things, and we shouldn't keep allowing it to happen just because like, yes, this white man got a pass, but now Kanye can't do it. It's like, no, nobody should be able to do it. Like, (laughs) that's the thing. This whole like, well, what about this is just never that valid of an argument to me. Wow. Did anyone talk about the Kathy? What's her name? Kathy with the Trump head. Did anyone bring that up in the comments? Kathy with the Trump head. Kathy, what's her last name? The comedian, the redhead Griffin. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't see that. Kathy Griffin. They didn't. But I mean, it's very, it's similar. Yeah. It's similar in ways, but then it's not in others because Kathy also didn't for months say that she was going to chop his head off or like beat him up or kill him. So I don't know. Wow. What kind of toxic trait does he have? He needs (laughs) to take the quiz. (laughs) Entitlement. (laughs) Arrogance. We'll we'll send it over to him. Yeah. (laughs) Kanye, we just want you to take this toxic personality trait quiz. It's really gonna, (laughs) self-awareness is the first step, Kanye. (laughs) Dr. Dr. Daryl Applebottom says that. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Dr. D. Oh God. All right. Oh man. All right, guys. That's gonna wrap it up. We hope you enjoyed it. If you you know, you probably out there listening, you probably know there's a little toxicity in yourself. Mm -hmm. Let us know what it is. Yeah, take the test. Yeah. And let us know what you get. We love you. We love ya, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Are you going to say bye? Uh, well, I was going to do a swish sound as if I were Jake, but then I... <laughs>
I was choking on it. And so I was like, I'll just sit here and be in silence. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>